Yes, indeed. We are awaiting your questions, home improvement type of questions, at 651-461-9226. Andy Lindis, of course, helping you out from Lindis Construction. Good morning to you, Andy. Good morning, Denny. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Uh, how was your holiday? I should say, how is it? Because it's <laughs> it continues. I'm not sure if... Uh, you're putting in any work uh, hours today, but the chances are you have a little bit much deserved time off, right? Yeah, you know, it's a nice little uh, long extended weekend here, but uh, we'll be back at it on, on Monday. You know, uh, weather is not going to be too terrible. We can still get outside and try to get as much done as we possibly can over the next month or so. I was going to ask you about that. Looking at that forecast, I see no, no uh, at least around these parts, no uh, precipitation whatsoever. Maybe a little today. But uh, again, uh, according to this latest forecast, none all week. Temperatures, as you heard Al say, maybe in the uh, 40s after this weekend. I would say that your crews will probably be pretty happy about that. Yes, for sure. Yeah, um, uh, I was out on a job site, I believe it was last Monday. And when I got there, it was 15 degrees and staying warm and keeping tools working. Uh, you know, and we were talking, you know, 15 degrees in March feels feels awesome. But uh, right now, 15 degrees felt uh, really, really cold. Oh, yeah. And then that wind picks up and, uh, you know, there you go. I mean, it's it's uh, and it, I would imagine it's a little more even though with modern technology in clothing as well as tools, uh, you're still uh, dre- you're dressing in layers, and it, it tends to be a little more cumbersome than uh, than summertime, right? Yeah, you know, and uh, we had some uh, folks up from LP, so they were out of Nashville, uh, out of their corporate office on this job site. We were testing a, a new siding, and uh, it, it was uh, it was funny. I, I kept having to run uh, to the stores and get uh, went to my house and got some down and. Hand warmers and foot warmers and and you name it. Uh, we were all uh, prepared a little bit and uh, had my Milwaukee vest on and uh, and my fingerless gloves. So even if I was on my phone or doing something around there, I was staying warm somehow. And uh, those poor folks from Nashville, they uh, they they had a hard time with the uh, with the weather. And it was they only were. fifteen. I was so son, we should come here in February when we might get thirty below. <laughs> yeah, come here when it's cold. Mm-hmm. It's balmy. No, I uh, I was I was thinking about uh, folks that maybe don't know what LP is about. Why don't you give us a little background about that that kind of siding? I love that siding. In fact, I know I want Linda's to uh, kind of redo our house someday when it's needed in that stuff. Talk about that. Well, uh, one of the the best parts about LP is its durability. And for us, when we choose any type of building material, Denny, we're going to start with durability and the warranty. Um, and then it comes in a lot of different profiles, whether you want the board and batten look, uh, a couple of different types of uh, shakes or scales that you can put on there, different different reveals on uh, as far as the width of the siding. Remember, uh, I don't know, four or five years ago, we had this old four-square farmhouse, and it had that old, you know, cedar three-inch reveal wood siding. And it, it, they just don't make this stuff anymore. You can get it in the wood, but uh, we ended up working with LP and ripping down LP and doing the three-inch reveal again because you know it was a fifth-generation farmhouse, and and keeping with the look was really important to this customer. So you can do a lot of different things with LP, and aesthetically, it's a, as good as it gets. Couple that with it, its durability, Denny. 
And, and, and really, it's, it's hard to beat a material to choose for the exterior of your home. And the fact that it's made in Two Harbors, Minnesota, or Tomahawk, Wisconsin, so you can't get much more local than that. No, indeed. And, and uh, as far as maintenance goes on it, uh, once you have uh, that LP uh, siding put on your house, no matter what style you're talking about. And by the way, can, you, can, can our listeners uh, see that on your or their website or your website as far as what they can do, mix and match and all that stuff with that uh, siding? Oh, for sure. And, and if you get a free estimate from us, we'll come out. We'll take pictures of your home, and we'll do a 3D rendering so you can see what the colors could look like or what the style of siding could look like, what this color trim with this color siding is going to be. This this uh, particular project uh, that we were on on Monday, Denny, was one of my you know best friends growing up. And, uh, in fact, his wife is my childhood neighbor. She lives in the same home that uh, she grew up in, as, as do I. And, but uh, it took us a while to, to pick out a color. They really wanted to, you know, he comes from a, a long line of Anderson window uh, folks, and they've been slowly replacing all of their windows in the house with 400 series Andersons, and they wanted to match that color. And without that 3D rendering, it would have been really difficult to help them envision the the end results and and these are people I've known my whole life too so I I can only imagine what uh, you know somebody you meet for the first hour how helpful that is and and being able to pick what you are going to get for your home and how much more comfortable at least I would feel knowing what the end result could look like absolutely okay well let's grab a phone call before we take a break I think John is calling in from West St Paul this morning John thank you what's your question for Andy Lindis Taylor, let's grab a phone call before we take a break. I think John is calling in from West St. Paul this morning. John, thank you. What's your question for Andy Lindis? Well, I actually I do not have a question for Andy Lindis, uh, but good morning to both of you and a related happy Thanksgiving. Uh, what I called about was last Sunday with the super high winds that we had in, in the area, uh, I had all my my horizontals on my leaf guard gutters in a vertical position. The wind blew them over, and we had the clips that clipped onto the horizontal and a little snap onto the top of the uh, the rain leader. Some of them broke. Monday morning, I called Lindis, and I talked to Kelly over in your customer service or whoever answered whatever department she's in that answers the phone, told her about that. She said, well, she got my name and address. You folks had put the gutters on did my metal roofing, insulated my attic and all that probably three and a half years ago and uh, talked to her uh, about nine and 10 o'clock in the morning on Monday. Uh, My wife and I went to the store, came back about four hours later. They were not only already replaced, but they were replaced with new modern ones that were hinged, clipped on and so on less than four hours. Uh, To me, Uh, I've always said little things are what make a big company big. And I was so impressed. I called Kelly back right away. uh, And I'm calling you, Andy, to tell you you've got some of the best uh, people, the best customer service uh, that I I know of. And when we get around to doing our kitchen and and some other work uh, later this year, uh, I don't know that I'm going to make a second phone call. I'll just make a phone call to Linda's Construction. Oh, what a nice call. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, uh, you know, I, I appreciate that more, more than you know, and uh, don't I know it. The, the, the quality of folks that I get to work with, 
on a regular basis. Um, it's it's it just keeps getting better and better. Um, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, Danny. My, my life and my job has gotten infinitely easier year after year over the last 10 years because of the people I work with. There's really, I, I don't worry about my customers being happy at all. I don't worry about my reviews. I, maybe once a quarter I talk to my marketing department about reviews because, but they're all good. My people know that if you can't take care of the customer, there's my, uh, my grandmother would say, if you can't take care of the people that take care of you, what kind of person are you? And uh, the customers sure have taken care of us over the last 30 years. Well, it shows, too. I know we have to break here, but I, and I appreciate the call, uh, that, uh, that you treat your people, you treat your workers well. Uh, you have people that have been there forever, like as long as you have. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We, we're celebrating 20, 30-year anniversaries on, on a pretty regular basis, and uh, it seems like the 10-year the anniversaries are just kind of, they're every month, every month. Fantastic. All right. I know we have to take a quick break here. Let's invite our listeners to uh, ask their home, any kind of a home improvement question. You can do it by phone or by text. It is the same number, 651-461-9226. This is the Home Improvement Show presented by Lindis Construction every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Andy Lindis helping you out today on News Talk 830 WCCO. Stay with us. And good morning on this holiday weekend. We have a home improvement show in progress as we do every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus helping you out again today. And I tell you what, if you want to get in touch with those folks, whatever you need, whether it be insulation or uh, windows, roofing, siding like we've been talking about, uh, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. That's, we like to give you that number. That's the easiest number to remember, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Uh, Andy, there's a text. By the way, if you have a, a home improvement question, uh, it's uh, one phone number to remember, and it's also the text number, 651-461-9226. Here's a text that came in a bit ago, Andy. It says, is it possible to take off the inside pine tongue and groove without wrecking it so we can insulate properly? It was put in a four-season porch, but the insulation job was not done properly. And now the roof leaks only in winter, and not all the time uh, any help is appreciated. What would you suggest to, to those good folks? Is it possible? Yes. Really easy? No. Um, and I wonder if there's not a better way to get at that insulation. It might be more effective to come at it from the roof, especially being that that's the part that's leaking. It might be something to do with ventilation. It might be something to do with the underlayment. Um, chances are if it's only happening in the wintertime, it is about heat loss and some type of ice damming that, that is happening, or condensation could be the problem that that's looking like a roof leak. See, that warm air is getting up into the cavity, the, the attic space, or in between the, the ceiling and the roof. If it's a, a lot of times these, these porches, Denny, are, are vaulted, so you're going to be like a hot roof, not a lot of venting space, but... They didn't do a really good job of insulating those areas. They didn't dense pack them with cellulose or do any type of spray foam. They, you know, would blow in some fiberglass in there and would settle and leaving a space where hot air can get to reach a cold surface, frost up, you know, making condensation that frost up. And as that frost starts to melt, it looks like a roof leak. 
Um, so it could be a couple of different things. One of the nice things about working with us, Denny, is when we come out, we have cameras, we have infrared imaging, we have a lot of different tools that we can use to diagnose what's exactly going on. And we're going to find the most uh, unobtrusive way to get to the attic to insulate it properly. And a lot of times that's coming in through the roof. You know, I was thinking, speaking of insulation, and again, Linda's uh, insulated our uh, our attic spaces uh, over the years a couple different times. Uh, now, we had, and I know you like um, uh, the, certainly the foam. I love the foam. I mean, that's the only way to go, in my opinion. Uh, but we had uh, fiberglass blown in. And what what is it? Now, you like both. I mean, but what what other options do people have? Uh, what is the other option besides uh, foam and fiberglass? Foam and what? You know, I uh, for me, I'm a I'm a foam and a cellulose guy. I like uh, the cellulose, the fire retardant put on the cellulose. Any does something with the the rodents. They don't seem to like it as much as fiberglass. I've been in enough attics with fiberglass to know that rodents uh, from squirrels to raccoons to all sorts of species of mice um, use it as bedding and create vast tunnel systems throughout the the fiberglass. So I typically, when I'm talking to a customer, I'm going to recommend spray foaming um, an inch and a half to two and a half inches uh, in the attic and then blowing in cellulose over the top to achieve an R60. Um in in total our value that just seems to be one of the or the best way to go about things now like my house that's the way we did my house but my shed is dense pack um i got uh r60 of cellulose in there the nice part about cellulose too denny is it is going to settle over time so you're going to lose a little, bit, a little bit of the r value but it seems like it creates a little bit of a crust on top so the air movement isn't as great, or it's harder mm. for air to move through cellulose than it is fiberglass. Interesting. Now, can you add, uh, if if you've had Linda's come out to do the whole foam uh, insulation and then the cellulose or fiberglass blown in, can you blow in more a few years later if it's settled uh, of either product? You know, you, you could. Um, you know, we've had occasions where wind damage has, believe it or not, like it can blow out a soffit, and I've gone into attics and seen all of the fiberglass insulation blown to one side of the attic. Then you're going to have to redo some things. But typically, if we've done the insulation in the last five years, you can get up there and look at it. Even if it's settled a little bit, as cellulose does, your your R your your R value that you're adding over the top, Denny, isn't going to be significant. Especially if we did oh. the the proper attic air sealing. That's that's the ticket. Attic air sealing and proper ventilation and and is is the eighty percent of the equation. It, it's more important than R value. People that just add insulation into their attics without addressing those two things usually create more harm than good. Can you? I'm trying to decipher this text. Can you foam insulate walls anytime? I assume they mean anytime. Well, I, it doesn't you know, say if, the structure. It doesn't say what kind of a house or anything. Can you do that to to any home? Insulate walls with foam. You know, if you get it to the, if you condition the room to the proper temperature, you know, I, I think it's between 40, you got to be above 40 degrees for the foam to adhere properly. Now, if they're talking about 
you know, the type of wall foam insulation that just drills holes um, and goes into the cavity with a camera and, and puts foam in that way. I, I, I'm, I struggle with that type because there's just creates a lot of dead spots, what I've seen with infrared imaging anyway. So if you're looking at, if you're asking the question, can you foam a wall without removing the siding, I would say no, or the in, interior of the wall. Um, but if you have the wall opened up and you get a condition of the right temperature, then any time of year, you should be able to apply the spray foam. That would be the most ideal uh, situation. If it's opened up, yeah. I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's, uh, let's have a look at that forecast, see what's in store for us who uh, are going to be doing a little work outside, lawn work, or whatever the case may be. So stay with us. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, we have some via text we'll get back to. Uh, or call Andy, 651-461-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show here on CCO. Denny Long along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction answering your home improvement questions today. If you want to call it in, great. If you want to send a text, that may be easier for you. Either way, it is one number to remember, 651-461-9226. Andy, earlier uh, in the show, we were talking about and got that nice call, compliment, uh, complimentary uh, to, to Lindis' workers and the efficiency and customer service, et cetera which is really great to hear, and, and, and it's not unusual from my end because we know how good you guys are. But uh, somebody wants to know, do workers, I'll just quote, quote the text, do workers for Lindis have to be licensed? That's the first time we've had that. Uh, no, and, it, and it's a good question. There's there are certain uh, certifications that individual workers have to hold, and the company as, its whole, as a whole has to have a license holder. Um, and between me and my brothers in the different states that we work in, we, we hold those licenses. And we have to do the continuing education on a, on a regular basis to, to keep up with those licenses. Uh, but uh, when it comes to training our workers, we actually have a tier program in each one of our divisions, Denny, um, whether in our divisions are siding, windows, roofing, decking, uh, design build, leaf guard gutters. And uh, so each one of those divisions have a tier system that you get judged on not only from our quality control inspectors, uh, but your peers and our customers. And you can work your way up all the way up to Tier 5. And when you're there, you should be a foreman of your own crew. Hmm. Uh, we touch on this once in a while, Andy, as you know. But w- what does Lindis do as far as getting young people interested in the trades, and specifically Lindis, of course? Well, we, we try to talk to the, as many schools as, as we possibly can, and we work with the local builders associations have done a really good job around the country. Um, and it started back up this year. It was just starting to get going in 2019. Of course, you know, 2020, everything got shut down. And, and this year we started to do some more again. We used uh, county fairgrounds where we invite local schools. And my brother Alex spearheaded the one in, in western Wisconsin. They're working with the people in Minnesota right now to – to work on that. And we even had a, a, like Lake Elmo school was uh, at the Glenwood city County fairgrounds. There's hundreds of kids there operating machines, working with GAF had a booth, LP had a booth. Uh, you name the big equipment operator, semi drivers had booths. People could get it. And it was all hands on. We, uh, we cited an entire building with kids from, I don't know, 40 different schools. And, you know, again, 
the good folks at LP donated the siding for us to to put up at the fairgrounds. That's nice. Are you are you finding an interest that the the, the young people have? Definitely more interest than in years past in getting into the trades. It seems to be getting stronger um, year after year. I would say the last six years, it, it goes more and more. Uh, people are starting to, you know, being being deemed essential and, and and being able to work through all of this, and 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 you're starting to see the the entrepreneurial spirit of these these young people. You learn to trade, and and being able to run your own business and it's, and have the American dream. It's 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 a true thing, and I know. From all walks of life and all colors and all religions and all genders in the home improvement industry have had success. So I think as uh, children see this, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, Danny, the amount of females that were at the, the hands-on high school training and running tools and enjoying it, I mean, it was, it, was, it was really good to see. So you're seeing all walks of life and all sorts of people getting into our industry, and it's, uh, it's needed. If you remember... Uh, End of 20, 2019, I've uh, reminisced with Ginny Berg, uh, our, uh, yeah. our, uh, our WCCO sales uh, person. Yeah. And uh, like one of the things she was presenting to us, Denny, and, and presenting to everybody was employment, um, advertising, advertising to find employees. It was the biggest struggle we could ever have. And uh, luckily, you know, I think, uh, one, we, we do really well uh, treating our employees and have great benefit packages and compensation packages and training packages. But uh, we've been able to keep our people and grow, and there just seems to be a lot more people coming to our industry right now, and it's it's fun to see. It's uh, it's really exciting for me. That's very gratifying. Good to hear. Mm-hmm. Good to hear. Well, let's hear what Jack from Jenkins, Minnesota, is uh, calling in about. Uh, Jack, thanks for calling. What is your question for Andy Lindis? Good morning, Andy. Uh, we're in the process of redoing a bathroom up here and down below in our full basement. It's an older home, and I believe it's got the original cast iron piping, and Mm -hmm. there was a uh, strong sewer gas probably coming out of that piping, and we're going to be replacing all that. Do you believe, in your experience, is that going to take care of our issue? The the issue is the sewer gas? Sewer gas, and how old would the cast iron piping be Back going, I mean, cast iron. They quit that how many years ago? Oh, quite you a know? quite a while. Um, yeah, and there was a there was a sewer gas, and a, a gentleman told me that they used to seal that cast iron with lead, and there's no way to tighten anything up down there. So we're in the process of looking at replacing that sewer line going out into our septic tank. Okay, so uh, if if is that if, take if, care if, of our if you think it. Issue? If you think yes. it was that that pipe that was leaking, causing the fume issue, then yep. then then it should. Now, if you think it was the vent, or that that smell was coming from someplace else, like a sink or wherever, then then you might have some some other issues with the venting and how your plumbing actually works. But it might be that that the the piping's that old and things aren't just working the way they should be too. So I, uh, good luck. I've uh, I've done that before. Um, <laughs> my dad. Denny, you, you know him. There's nothing can gross the man out. Like he can get into the the the. He's the only person I know. Like like, like Gal would drop her keys into a a porta potty and need to volunteer to go in there, and he'd be the first one first one to do it. But he's helping me redo the plumbing at my first home in St. Cloud, Minnesota, where one. It's a no okay neighborhood, but uh, you know this is circa 1998. I think we paid 60 grand for the house. 
Um, so you can imagine, needed some work. We're redoing the pipes downstairs, and my poor dad, I, I cut something, and the pipe tilted, and he took full face of everything that was, you oh, know, no. 30 years of gunk that had let loose in this pipe, and he didn't even yell at me. He was so patient, and so I was just, I thought, boy, oh, boy, if I can not, and he didn't even, like, like I was gagging, and he took, he took the brunt of it. It was, uh, so good luck with that. That can be a very dirty job. You might find, like, two inches of buildup all the way around the inside of that pipe at times. It's, it's not fun, but uh, it can be a big difference when you, when you get her done. Your dad's a good man. Your mom, too. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing them for a minute. How many years now in the business are we talking about? 40? Oh, since 1979. 79. Wow. All right. It's too bad you don't have video of that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That would get a lot of hits there. 651-461-9226. That's our phone number. It's also our text number for your home improvement question. For Andy Lindis. Here is one. It says, is there a better grade of house wrap to put under a vinyl siding on our sunroom? Uh, Would the ice and water product you put on the roof work as a sunroom house wrap? What do you think of that scenario? Um, No, I wouldn't do the ice and water shield. Remember, it doesn't have any pipe of uh, perm rating. Your wall should type to breathe a little bit and moisture needs to be able to get out of it. This is why... The Insultex house wrap that that we use is is what we recommend, and you know we we've talked about this before on the show. Went through some stuff with the Federal Trade Commission uh, due to competitors uh, having a little bit bigger pockets than we do with the with the government, but uh, the judge ruled the right way. Found that it was an evacuated cell. No matter how much we compress this product, uh, it does not burst. Therefore, giving us an R6, and they ruled in our favor, and they can't ever tell us that it's not an R6. And we've done it on hundreds of homes and have zero consumer complaints, and it makes a big difference. And it has a drainage plane built into it too, which is important, especially the vinyl siding, Denny. It's inevitable that water is going to get behind it. So you need some type of drainage plane that the water is going to be able to escape um, from that. Okay. There was kind of a follow-up on uh, your comment about LP siding, uh, and I'll just read it. It says, I'm a member of Antique Tractor Club in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. We constructed a small building, and LP donated smart siding, and it came from their Hayward plant. I believe they make OSB and siding there uh, as well. Does that make sense to you, that comment? Uh, yes, and I, if if memory serves me right, the Hayward deals with the raw lumber, and then it goes to, like, Tomahawk and Two Harbors, but I could be mistaken there. I know the one Hayward plant um, does make a lot of OSB. Uh, I'm, I know we were talking with uh, those those folks up there during the crazy lumber prices of the early spring here. If you, if you recall, when people were paying like 90 bucks a sheet. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I had driven by that Hayward plant uh, and seen uh, more lumber than I've ever seen in one spot in, in my life. Uh, and same in a couple other spots. And I was wondering what's going on here. So uh, there's, uh, we got, uh, I just knew that, that those numbers weren't going to last long. We just saw the supply starting to build back up. And luckily it's all, it's all come back. It's gone up a little bit. But like I said, Denny. All of that petroleum products, all the vinyl products, all of the steel products, aluminum products, all those have, have gone up and, and haven't come down. So I uh, stand by my words that right now is going to be cheaper than a year from now to do home improvements. Just so don't wait. 
Don't wait. Let's get a definition here. What's OSB? OSB is what some people refer to as chipboard. Um, So there's plywood and OSB. Plywood is thin layers of wood veneered together. OSB is chips of wood put in together with resin and glue compressed to make sheets. Um, LP SmartSide gets confused with OSB on a regular basis, but it starts out at a much wider area and it has a lot more glues and resins in it than when, when it does get compressed. Cause when you look at the back of LP, it looks like OSB, but it's not, you know, it starts out at 16 inches and I'm telling you, I've tested all types of cement board, all types of wood siding, all types of steel siding. When you do the testing and the outdoor testing on LP, you can leave it in a bucket of water for a month and it might grow a little bit and you take it out and we used a micrometer and almost went back to its original size. Any other type of wood siding or cement siding crumbles within a week. Hmm. 651-461-9226. I was thinking about uh, in, in our uh, discussion about uh, LP smart side, if, if someone gets you know that on their house, put on their house, resided with the LP, uh, you're not talking about a whole lot of maintenance at all for years, right? No. You know, you know, you might have to paint it 25, 35 years down the road, somewhere in there. Wow. Amazing. That's, uh, <laughs> like I said, Denny, one of the things, you know, I, I, five years down the road, somewhere in there. Wow. Amazing. That's, uh, <laughs> like I said, Denny, one of the things, you know, I, I, in, in this type of year, it's, it's easy to reflect and be thankful about a lot of things. But I, I tell people this all the time. One of the things I'm most thankful for is, I'm not dealing with a whole bunch of crap that my dad and mom installed 30 years ago. Yep. And I'm going to take every precaution I possibly can for the next person to sit in the seats that my brothers and I do. They're not dealing with stuff that we did or our folks did. I mean, and it's, if, if we want to last uh, into that 100-year mark, it's, it's important not to do cheap. It's important to do durable. Where we live and the temperature ranges that we get, durability yeah. has to factor into everything that we do on our homes. Absolutely. Inside and out, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Hang on, Andy. We'll take this a quick break. Be right back on the other side. I can tell you uh, right now we have 31 degrees officially here in the Twin Cities. We're heading to uh, near 38, but we're going to be in the 40s this week. You stay with us. Right now, 31 and 830. This is WCCO. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are around here on CCO every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, 1-800-LEAF-GUARD if you want to get in touch. Andy Lindus is uh, helping you out again uh, this morning. Andy, we've got callers. We have texters. Let's see if we can't take care of business before that time runs out, which is a few minutes from right now. Tom is calling, I believe, from uh, Little Falls this morning. Tom, thank you. And uh, what's your question for Andy? Yeah, and there's a question. When you bid a roof for shingles, do you, is it normal to get half down for the job? Uh, no. Uh, third, um, depending on uh, what we're doing uh, with the customer, but uh, our typical terms are one-third down, one-third at start, and the last third upon completion and 100% satisfaction is usually what we do. Um, I think that's a pretty fair way of, of going about things. Okay. 
Thank you, Tom. Appreciate the call. This listener says, is there any value or reason to remove screens on casement windows for the winter? No, not really, outside of people, I think, worry about them getting damaged in the winter. That's why they Mm. take them down. But my experience is you taking them off and moving them around your house is when they get holes in them. So I leave mine up pretty much year-round, but I'm not putting on storm windows or anything like that. True. This listener says, is it necessary to always remove the old insulation, or do you just add more? And what do you think about mudjacking sunken garage floors or sidewalks? A couple of questions. Um, Well, I hate to disagree with the entire text, but uh, yes, I would remove the insulation before adding new. I Just adding stuff over the top with, again, unless you're addressing attic air sealing, ventilation, then you're probably not doing what you're supposed to be doing in the attic. Until those two things are addressed, adding insulation and increasing your R value really does not help an entire lot. Now, when it comes down to your sidewalk and your garage, mud jacking has a tendency to settle a little bit more than something like foam jacking. And the holes that have to be drilled for foam jacking, from like our, our good friends at Safe Basement, are markedly smaller than the holes that have to be drilled for sand jacking or mud jacking. Now, the other part about foam jacking, Denny, there's, there's a little bit of compression that can happen on the soil. So that's why I believe that the, it doesn't settle nearly as much as some of the other ones after you do the, the, the mud jacking or sand jacking because you're going to compress the soil, hopefully stabilizing things for a little bit longer period of time. And it, <laughs> that foam really expands. I mean, if you see it with the little cans... Uh, that that does the job too, uh, for the small job. But boy, when this face basements comes out to do that uh, foam jacking, it's amazing. They are so cautious about adding that because it really uh, it really expands big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, they they know the formulas to do and and what yep. to do. So I've had them more too. They couldn't believe the cavities underneath some of these houses, Denny. Like and garages, too. Yeah, yeah, and, like, where it would be, like, how did this thing not cave in? Yeah. It, it can, you can, water can create a void and create it really quickly, and, and, and a bigger void than people really think. This listener says, good morning. I appreciate your Saturday morning shows. Thank you. Is there a way to check if you have the right amount or any insulation in your home? A, a newer townhome they have is drafty, especially the windows. Thank you. Yeah, if you can identify the type of insulation you have, you should be able to use any search engine and type in number of inches to R value for that type of insulation. If you have a hard time identifying what type of insulation that you have, if it's sparkly, chances are that's going to be your vermiculite. You're going to want to be really careful with that. You don't want to breathe any of that in. It could have asbestos. If it's, you know, pink or white and fluffy, you know, everyone kind of knows what, what fiberglass looks like. And if it looks like crumpled up newspaper and strips, that's probably your cellulose. So those are the three main ones that you're going to find in most attics. You should be able to look online and find out the R value to inches of insulation. Take a simple measurement, and you're going to find out that you're probably in that R25 to 35 range. That's typically what we see. I think we have time for one more, maybe two. We'll see. 12 by 16, three-season porch with soffit vents and a gas fireplace to extend the use. How should the roof be insulated, would you suggest? Spray foam. Ah, 
there it goes again. Yep, you know, it's just, it's, it's nothing beats it. As soon as something lasts better or does a better job, especially on those types of room, Denny, with the, the, the it's a three season porch. You're going to have heat loss. It's, it's, you're going to have ice damming. You're, 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 it's just more than likely it's a vaulted ceiling. So the, the space that you have doesn't allow you to get to an R60. So spray foam is usually the answer. I know we've got a minute to go here, uh, and we'll be back again next week. And we've got about three more shows left in the year. That's it. Christmas Day is on Saturday this year. Um, wow. Yeah. What type of flooring, this listener wants to know, maybe you can be brief, can be used with radiant heating? All types. Now, all types uh, flooring insulate a little bit better or retain that heat a little bit different. Uh, most of the tiles are going to be awesome. Any type of wood floor is going to be awesome. Even carpet can be okay um, with radiant heat. I can tell you this. Uh, you know, In my basement at one point, it was carpet, and that was the electric heat, the old style where there were pads that were put out. And I can tell you, every animal that we've owned over the years have found where those heated pads are, Denny, and that was their favorite spot in the basement <laughs> to lie down. So it, uh, even through the carpet, they could, they could figure that out. But once I put the ceramic tile down there, wow, that made a difference. Um, Big difference. But, like, my parents have all hickory floors in, 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 their, in their place, and that's all radiant heat, and it's, and it's wonderfully comfortable in there. So, so you got a lot uh, of options. you got a lot of options. Uh, hardwood and tile are probably my two favorites with radiant heat. All right. got to run. Andy? Uh, enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend, and let's uh, do this again next Saturday. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Danny. Have a good day. You bet. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Yeah, you want to get in touch with those good folks, we'll give you that same number, easy number. Remember, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Get those lawn and garden questions ready. Yes, an extra added benefit of uh, our shows on Saturday. Stay with us here on CCO.